1: Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets Podcast. This is your host Cody Mallory. As always, I'm on Twitter at real the real Cody Mallory. Um, I'm joined tonight just by Joe Farrow. On Twitter, he is at the Joe Faro. Joe, last time we recorded, all was well in the world. Kyrie Irving was back. We thought well, that, that, Kevin Durant, Ben that is fun, is. Fun, huh? The core was gonna be here, and then out of nowhere, Kevin Durant had a meeting with Joe Tsai today, and apparently he requested a trade.
2: Yeah, that our uh, <laughs> hopes sure did last long, huh? Yeah, and I mean we really can't have shit, can we?
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Something's not adding up to me personally. Um. I mean, we've seen the Nets make some moves now since free agency has happened. It is 9.40 p.m. Eastern time when we are recording right now. So the Nets have like literally like five minutes after the Kevin Durant trade was announced. So not trade, the request was announced. The Nets at 2023, I believe it was that Philadelphia pick for yeah, Royce O'Neal, mm-hmm. which... I mean, Royce O'Neal is a solid 3-and-D wing. Like, he's 6'6", plays incredible defense, can knock down the jump shot. Like, he's a piece the Nets need, right?
2: Yeah, with Kevin Durant.
1: With Kevin Durant. (laughs) But, like, he's a piece the Nets need. Then they go and give Patty Mills a two-year, $14.5 million contract. He's a piece the Nets need, right, if they wanted to move Joe Harris for a different piece to help Kevin Durant? Yeah. And then they get Nick Claxton on a two-year, $20 million contract. I mean, $10 million a year for Claxton, that's not crazy. He's a piece 20. that...
2: Two for 20 like is. the Applebee's menu. <laughs>
1: He's a piece that could help the Mets and definitely wouldn't want to take DeAndre Ayton if you got Nick Claxton on that deal, right? Yeah. And so let's go back to Kevin Durant before we go into free agency. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that the rumor's are bullshit. I... Definitely think Kevin Durant asked out. Um, It got leaked somewhere. It was like every major reporter. It's all they talked about on ESPN tonight. Um, But let's talk about his wish list. So Phoenix and Miami are the two teams he mentioned. Um, I want to start with they were the best team record-wise in the Eastern Conference and the best team record-wise in the Western Conference. Um, Say what you want about it. After he went to Golden State, that could be viewed as soft, but we won't go there. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Phoenix. Um, there's some bullshit rules in basketball that have been brought to everyone's attention today. I have that you never can...
2: heard of this before today.
1: Correct. I have also never heard of it, but it really is going to limit the Nets' ability to trade Kevin Durant, especially to his two Teams on his wish list, the Suns and Miami. So you could not have two players on your roster that were traded to you that are on their rookie extension. So the Nets you have can't, been... you
2: can't have two players on your roster on max rookie extensions.
1: Correct. But the if thing is they're both is acquired.
2: That, uh, if they're both acquired correct. by trade.
1: Correct. So obviously when the Nets trade James Harden, they got Ben Simmons from a trade who is on that max rookie contract extension. So, therefore, um, Bam Adebayo from the Miami Heat cannot be traded to the Nets unless they move Ben Simmons.
2: Which basically Uh, the Miami Heat out of contention for Kevin Durant.
1: Right. Because the Nets aren't going to want Jimmy Butler, and they don't have anything else. Tyler Hero in draft picks is not getting it done. They're not going to want to take on Kyle Lowry, so that's not getting it done. So, basically, Miami's out, in my opinion. And then we go to the Phoenix Suns. Um, Devin Booker is not only out because of that rookie extension reel, he He's also out because he just signed a Supermax contract. And once you sign that Supermax, you are not eligible to be traded for a year. So, Devin Booker cannot go anywhere for a year. Which brings us to DeAndre Ayton, who there has been multiple reporters that have reported um, rumors that the Brooklyn Nets are not interested in DeAndre Ayton at all. So I don't see how a deal gets done with Phoenix either. What do you think, Joe?
2: I'm in the same boat because the Bam Adebayo situation, I would assume if the Nets were going to trade Bam, the Kevin Durant to the Miami Heat, it would be – you would have to – like the way I'm thinking about everything is it would have to be a package similar to the James Harden deal that we gave up where we get two or three young – valuable players and like four unprotected picks and four pick swaps yeah and if if, not more if (laughs) not more exactly exactly but like when you think about it james harden only had a year and a half left on his deal this is kevin fucking durant with four years left on his deal and a no trade clause so when you think about it kevin durant could put out a list of teams that he would prefer to go to all he wants. Basically it's either you're staying here or we're trading you and we're going to gut whatever team we're trading you to in react. And the Nets should yeah. n- I love Kevin Durant. If you want to leave, that's fine. I understand completely where you're coming from. You want to leave. There's a lot of shit going on over here and you don't want to deal with it anymore. That's fine. I thank you for coming here in the first place, but you signed a deal with a no trade clause and you are an MVP candidate, peren- a perennial MVP candidate. With four years left on your contract, with no, no trade clause in your contract, you are going to get traded wherever the hell gives us the best package. And if you don't like that, it's basically, okay, Katie, do you want to go to Orlando right now? Or do you want <laughs> to, you know, like, and that's like, and that's the thing though. Cause it's like DeAndre Ayton us not being able to acquire him. And now we just paid Nick Claxton for two more seasons. That's already a young center on our books. Okay. For the, at least the next two years, um, we're paying Patty. Uh, he got a raise somehow. I don't really know, but it's like, and that, like you said, it gives us the flexibility to move Joe Harris. There's a lot of moving parts to this whole situation. I saw you had tweeted earlier today that we, we acquired Royce O'Neill. And that was after the KD decision to, op- to ask for a trade. Kevin Durant follows Royce O'Neal and Kevin Durant's brother follows Royce O'Neal on Instagram immediately after. Yeah. It's like it's a weird situation because like like really there's limited options of where to trade him. When you really look at the grand scheme, I would think the three teams that have the best chance of acquiring Kevin Durant right now are the Boston Celtics, the New Orleans Pelicans and the Memphis Grizzlies. Those are the three teams I could see wanting to do it. There are reports that we want two all-stars for Kevin Durant, and that immediately leads me to the New Orleans Pelicans Um, because there's a two out of three option that we could somehow get there, either either Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson and C.J. McCollum. You're not getting Zion and Brandon Ingram together. It's one or the other NCD MC and McCollum and that kind of deal.
1: So I'm going to be honest. When you bring up the Pelicans, that is my preferred team. I agree. Um, I don't really – I mean, so I don't think that getting two all-star back is realistic, personally. I don't think I don't it's going to happen.
2: So, I don't think so either, unless we're I, somebody else in the deal, too. I but, think like, – You don't want to do that. So Brandon
1: Ingram or Zion, I think you get one of them, which I think you'd accept. Um, you take some picks, a bunch of picks. It would they still be some... like
2: eight picks. It would still
0: be yeah, like eight
1: they, they got some fillers on there that could go in there. Um, one thing that is to be noted with Zion, at midnight, he is eligible to sign that dreaded rookie max rookie extension bullshit which would then mean the nets cannot trade for him and keep ben simmons on the team so if he doesn't sign it i think that could be telling us something
2: i absolutely agree i was just about to say if we wake up tomorrow morning or if you stay up until like one in the morning and you don't got work tomorrow and zion williamson is not signed to his new contract That could be very telling. And Zion Williamson could be playing basketball in Brooklyn next year. Correct. And then
1: I do want to just go to the other side because you don't want to have, like, a bad reputation. I mean, like you said, KD technically has no control of where he goes. But, I mean, you send KD, you put him with CJ McCollum, you put him with Valanciunas, you put him with Brandon Ingram. That's a pretty damn good basketball team. And you're not sending KD to the Orlando Magic. You're not sending him to the Detroit Pistons. Sure, he's not going to Phoenix or Miami. But, I mean, Kevin Durant with McCollum, valentinus and Ingram, and then you fill the rest of the roster in. Maybe the Nets include a Joe Harris in the trade or something. Um, that's a pretty damn good team. So, I, I mean, I think Phoenix – or, sorry, I think um, they would want to do it, the Pelicans, but I'm not sure. And then let's go to Boston. Um, I think Boston is another team that makes a lot of sense. Um, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams, some picks, maybe Marcus Smart, if the net's out of piece. Yeah. Um, I, I would be personally, I would be fine with that. Um, I would be happy. I think Jalen Brown's a pretty damn good two way player. Um, I think he would m- mesh well with like Ben Simmons yeah. and the rest of the core, Seth Curry. Like I would be fine with that. You got Robert Williams and Nick Claxton at center. I think that's a pretty good return. You agree, Joe?
2: I couldn't agree more.
1: And then I want to throw kind of a wild cup, two wild cards out there. Um, The Toronto Raptors. So Masai Ujiri, like he he, um, has shown that he has balls and he'll go for a championship. We saw it with Kawhi. He knew he was losing Kawhi. He won a championship and still lost Kawhi. So, like, you're trying to tell me he wouldn't send Scotty Barnes, maybe someone else, O.G. Ananobi, I don't know, for Kevin Durant when Durant's under four years? Like, I think that's another realistic situation. And then, one that I don't like as much as the other ones I just said, but send him to Philadelphia with James Harden. I do not think that Matisse – I do not think that a Matisse Stiebel, a Tyrese Maxi, and a Tobias Harris and, like, four first-round picks. I don't think that's a bad package.
2: Cody, we can't get picks from them. Oh, shit, we can't.
1: But You're right. right.
2: We, fucked yep. them. we fucked them by taking, by deferring their pick. They don't have picks to trade.
1: So it would just have to be Maxi Harris, and uh...
2: Ibel. That's,
1: that's true. But I completely not
2: that. happening.
1: That, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Personally, I don't really care about getting draft picks from a team I'm sending Kevin Durant to, especially if it's only for three years. Like, I don't know. Like,
2: yeah, I know I it. That, but at least you have first round picks at your disposal to Correct. give you more flexibility for the future. Because right now we don't have shit. So it's like, Correct. that's a big part of it. Like you, yes. A Kevin Durant trade gives you the ability to get either an all-star and a young player or multiple young players to build around or like anything under the sun and a bunch of first round picks. This could literally, if the Nets play their cards right, they can get the biggest return in league history for a Kevin Durant trade.
1: Right. And I mean, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter be like, why are the Nets making these moves? Like Kevin Durant's leaving, blah, blah, blah. Like they shouldn't be doing this for a rebuilding team. I want to make it very clear. The Brooklyn Nets are not (laughs) trying to be a rebuilding team. They're not trying to tank. They don't own their own picks, So they gain nothing by being shit. Plain and simple. Sean, Marks, Joe, Sy, say what you want about them, but they are not trying to rebuild. Yes. They are simply as crazy as it may seem. They are trying to retool this roster to still be able to compete. And they're going to try to do it with two or three or maybe even four all-star caliber players if they can get it. Yeah, that is their goal. Plain and, and they, simple.
2: They want to push position themselves how like obviously it's a bad example because it didn't work out. Right. But when Kevin Durant left Golden State, they ended up getting a bunch of role players that developed into a little bit more. And they knew that year they were going to be bad, but then they followed up by acquiring Paul George. And really, they just, they wanted to not really rebuild the entire team at first. Obviously, they're a rebuilding team now, and they ended up giving up because they didn't get anywhere. But they went out and they acquired another star, and they just tried to retool the team. That's what the Nets want to do, but they want to be successful with it. That's the big, that's the big uh, part of the equation. And I believe, honestly, with the Kevin Durant trade and the caliber of players that you can bring back in a deal for like we said a guy who's a perennial MVP candidate with four years left on his contract and no no trade clause you can do that
1: correct i do want to say one thing joe if the brooklyn nets fuck up this trade if they panic and take deandre and as the headline of the package or they take tyler hero they will not recover for a minimum of five years yes
2: The way I see it, you need to end up with either, as the headliner of the packages, you need either Jalen Brown, you need Zion Williamson, you need Brandon Ingram, or you need like Scotty Barnes. Or or if you can get a package of uh, Desmond Bain and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and a shit ton of picks from Memphis.
1: Jaron Jackson has had some serious surgery, but yeah.
2: Yeah. But, like, any trade of that caliber, you need like two young players that can develop into like big stars or a guy that's already right there. And we already have a team that is built to contend. If you do the right move to like make this a deeper team, we have so much talent across the board. It's just like, even if we trade, like, and honestly, we have to talk about the possibility of that three team Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving trade happening again. If we can involve Indiana, if we can involve Indiana, you could trade KD for like a Jalen Brown or a Brandon Ingram and whatever else you can get back. And then you trade Kyrie Irving, he goes over to the Lakers and we end up and like Russell Westbrook goes to Indiana and we end up with Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. It's a good, that's a good outcome for Brooklyn. Like that's the same scenario if you think about it. If you trade KD to, say we trade KD to New Orleans, we get a package of like, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and like Herb Jones, right? And then a bunch of picks. And then we trade Kyrie Irving in a three team deal with Russell Westbrook and Indiana. And we get Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. And like now you're, now we have a team where we have the flexibility to package a couple more guys and some of these picks that we got and even upgrade again. So it's just like, it's very optimistic thinking for a, for two guys sitting here talking about trading one of the best players in the NBA and then another top 20 player in the NBA at worst. But like in reality, if the nets play their cards, right. Which I believe they will because they had to have been seeing this coming for a while. Um, or I've at least prepared a little bit for this outcome. They're not, they're not going to cave in and just do it just to do it. You know? So it's. Damn. I mean, I've, I just had, I just had someone in my message requests like, literally 30 seconds
1: ago, saying, man, we're about to lose the best player in the world. Why are you always so positive or optimistic? Like, yeah, it sucks. We're losing Kevin Durant. Like, don't get me wrong. You don't want to lose Kevin Durant. But in losing Kevin Durant, we are going to get a shit ton back. And I, like I said, the Nets are assembling the pieces to compete. Like, you start even let's just say you don't even get CD McCallum. Let's just say you got Ben Simmons. Let's say you they move Joe Harris. So you got Seth Curry, you got Brandon Ingram, you got Royce O'Neill, and then you get like a Miles Turner at the five. Like that's a damn good lineup. And then you got Claxton off the bench. You got Patty Mills off the bench. Um, let's say you get Brogdon off the bench. Like that's a solid eight. Like, is that competing for a championship? I don't know, but. I wouldn't have thought that Boston would have been in the finals this year either with their roster. Yeah. So, like, you, you never know how the team gels together. And that's the big thing. Like, I'm honestly reflected all day while I saw this news at work. Like, first, I felt like I got punched in the stomach. I was like, holy shit. Oh, and yeah, thinking, like, And then I'm thinking, like, I'm kind of sick of the bullshit. <laughs> like, I'm sick of going through the drama. I know it's great for a podcast. We always have something to talk about with these Mets, but I just want to enjoy basketball. And, like, if you get a Jalen Brown, like, he's going to play basketball, two-way basketball. He's going to compete. He's going to play defensively. He's going to play the right way offensively. Like, he's going Yeah, That's what I want.
2: A Brandon Ingram, a Scotty Barnes, a Jalen Brown. Like, if we get any of these guys and we get the pick equity back and we get other guys that could help out win and be gritty and play team basketball, which is what we've all been missing from those 2018 2019 Nets. And when we all love Nets basketball, we could be getting bona fide all stars back and get all of our draft picks back and basically reset and still have an opportunity to actually compete at a high level. Obviously it sucks. We both understand that it sucks because like Kevin Durant, watching Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on a nightly basis is an awesome experience. It really is. And like, we were obviously, we were obviously so lucky to be able to watch them nightly and in person on some occasions, but like, man, like at the end of the day, if the Nets play their cards right, like we could be looking at a brand new Nets team that is positioned for years to come. Like, obviously, Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the world, but he's also 34. And, like, I didn't even really put that into perspective until today. But it's like, if you can move off that, and, like, if you would just accept that, like, your title window is closed, and you move on to, like, young guys that are 24, 25, around there, and, like, you got them all locked up for four years more plus, you could really build something around that. And just get back to the the brand of Nets basketball that everyone loved back just a few years ago before all this drama started. And like, I don't want anybody to listen to this and think like, oh, we're happy that these people are leaving. But like, no, we're just looking at like what positive outcomes can happen from this rather than just being all pissed off that Kevin Durant's going to leave. Obviously, we're probably not winning a championship anytime soon. But it's like if we could reset our roster and really like put the right pieces in place to rebuild or retool, I should say, and exactly. get back to, like, a fun brand of basketball and a team brand of basketball while still competing. It'll just be a much more pleasant experience than all the drama. Yeah, man, I think you nailed it. Like, don't get us wrong.
1: Sean Marks, Joe Cy, the front office. They all fuck uh, Kai, Okay. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Like, there's blame to be pointed at Everyone. I personally would put more on the front office than the players. But there's still plenty to put on the players. Um, like they, it's just been one disaster after another over these last what feels like two two and a half years. It's just oh, been by like, the, by just the been... way,
2: we got to mention three years to the day that Kevin Durant and KD signed <laughs> in Brooklyn is today, True. and KD requested out. What a bittersweet moment! <laughs> like yeah. so unbelievable. Yeah,
1: I agree, and I'm going to tell you something, Joe. I'm going to remain optimistic. If we record next time on this podcast and the Nets take a package of like DeAndre Ayton, then all optimism will be gone. Like it's going to be a lot different. I don't think that Sean Marks will be that dumb, but if that happens, then sure, I will no longer be optimistic because, like I said, it's going to be a dark time for a minimum of five years. I'm sorry, but like if that happens, I don't even want to talk about it because hopefully it's not even a possibility. Then, yes, the optimism will be gone, and the front office would have effed up again, and I believe Sean Marks will be fired within a year if that happens. But let's hope it doesn't. Let's hope they get this trade right. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, we lost, like, D'Lo. We lost Karis Lever. We lost Jared Allen because we got these selfish stars that only care about themselves, blah, blah, blah. And none of it worked. Correct. It didn't work out. But by having Kevin Durant under contract for four years, the Nets should have players available to them, multiple players, multiple picks. That would have never been possible without having Kevin Durant under contract. Yeah. They don't get access to maybe a Brandon Ingram, a Zion, a Scotty Barnes, et cetera, if they don't have Kevin Durant. Yeah. And in the process, they were a championship caliber team. It just obviously didn't work out. <laughs> and also, I,
2: also, everybody points to the fact that we traded all these guys. They also got to realize the only one that really panned out is Jared Allen. Correct. Like D all due respect, we love all these guys. D'Lo has not done much, hasn't been able to stay healthy. Karis LeVert has not done much, has not been able to stay healthy. Even Joe Harris, we kept in, he hasn't done much. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. Spencer Dingwitty hasn't done much. Really barely, he really hasn't been able to stay healthy. And Jared Allen made an all-star game. Like what is, what really was our ceiling? Like we took the chance to elevate our ceiling to a championship team. And we did, didn't work out, but you still do it 10 times out of 10. And, When you get when I think really when hopefully when the Nets get this trade right and we see all these young guys, young studs that we put together, hopefully at the end of this trade or at the end of this offseason, because obviously we're going to look a lot different heading into next season. (laughs) But when we see the final outcome is when we could really look back and reflect and judge it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think we uh, nailed the Kevin Durant part. I just want to very quickly talk about Kyrie. Um, Chris Haynes, uh, he pretty much works for everyone. Apparently, he works like Yahoo, TNT, like literally everyone. Yeah. He um, was on NBA TV tonight. I know everyone else is pretty much watching ESPN. And he said something that really stuck with me. Um, He was asked about what this request from Durant will do to Kyrie. And he said not much has changed because according to him and the sources that he has, which obviously he's pretty well connected to the NBA, was that the Brooklyn Nets were always going to be shopping Kyrie Irving throughout this summer and into the regular season. And I don't know if that's what the conversation with Kevin Durant was today when Durant said he wanted out, um, but I'm sure it had at least some kind of influence on it. Um, and then Chris Haynes, all he said was, this doesn't change anything. It just might speed up how quick Kyrie Irving is traded. Which I know you mentioned a three-team trade with Indiana, maybe Charlotte. Like, I, Kyrie Irving's value is probably at the lowest it has ever been in his entire career. Yeah. So I think a three-team trade where one team takes on Westbrook's expiring contract um, they get some picks, maybe one from us, maybe one from the Lakers, if they need to, from us. Um, and then the Nets get, like we said last time, like a Gordon Hayward back. black
2: players end up here. Right. Um, like Kevin Durant but, is the trade that you have to capitalize on, and then the Kyrie Irving trade is where you get the role players to support whatever star you're getting back. That's right really how I'm seeing it.
1: I, uh, I just want to say I really – hope that the nets do not take russell westbrook back that's all i can say
2: they're not doing. all
1: i can say is find a way i don't even care i know that the mavericks have been rumored to be interested in kylie to replace Jalen brunson who officially has finally agreed with the knicks on a four-year 104 million dollar deal waiting for that all night it recently got sent out by woge i believe um i don't care if you take back dinwiddie And you take back Reggie Bullock, like, just don't bring us Westbrook. Give
2: us some role players for all I care. (laughs) Dinwiddie and and Finney-Smith.
1: Yeah, like something like that for Kyrie. Like, it's crazy that we're talking about trading Kyrie Irving for that. But that's how low his value is. Kyrie has made it very clear, according to multiple sources, that he plans on going to the Los Angeles Lakers next year. So whatever team would be trading for Kyrie, it is for a one-year rental, most likely. Yeah, Um, He has made it very, very clear. That he wants to be on the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they just don't really have a pathway to trade for him if the Nets don't want Westbrook, unless they can dump his contract, which would then lead back to that thirteen deal. Huh. But I mean, it's as crazy as it seems. Like if you told me this in what, when was it, January, February, or whatever, when the Nets made hard Harden trade, um, that Ben Simmons was going to be the face of the Nets franchise or at least one of them. I would have been like, you're insane. But, I mean, now they're going to be trying to build around Ben. I think they made it pretty clear. There was a report today, I can't remember from who, that the Nets roster, no one is safe besides Ben Simmons. So that means Joe Harris, who obviously we've seen forever. It means anyone, Cam Thomas, whatever. Anyone's available, pretty much, they said, except for Ben. If you bring Russell Westbrook to the Brooklyn Nets, I don't even want to imagine Westbrook and Ben Simmons on a basketball floor together wearing the same jersey. <laughs> like That's just horrible for Ben Simmons. Like I don't care about it being horrible in Westbrook. He's on an expiring contract. Who cares? But that would just be horrible for Ben Simmons. And Sean Marks needs to do whatever he can to put Ben Simmons in an environment where he can thrive. And what does he need to do? He needs shooters and he needs a wing that can put the ball in the basket, which is every single name that we mentioned in a uh, Kevin Durant trade. And also with the with the DeAndre Ayton, we already saw Ben Simmons next to a big that is dominant in the paint, and Joel Embiid, who is a million times better than DeAndre Ayton, it didn't work. So why would the Nets want DeAndre Ayton? It wouldn't make sense. Like we Nets, already saw it for years. That would also
2: hard cap the Nets by taking on a sign and trade for DeAndre. Ayton. Correct. So it's correct.
1: Which I don't think we have to worry about Ayton, but it, it just it just doesn't make sense on so many levels. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've kind of just been like, I don't even want to say ranting, like kind of just talking through all of this. There's a lot. Um, that rule with the rookie max extension is so freaking dumb. If anyone is listening to this, please DM me on Twitter at Real Cody Mallard and tell me the logic behind that rule in the NBA. Does any of you cap guys out there, please tell me why that is a rule. I don't understand
2: it. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. I really, I really don't understand. But um, when you really look at the Nets options, there's not that much, and there's only a certain amount of guys. But even when you look at those guys, it's like, if these are the options that the Nets are looking at, I feel like we're in a good spot. I really do. Um, and it's insane to feel that way, given the situation. However, if we can pull off a trade – Not even if we can pull off, because we will, because I don't think we're taking back DeAndre in in just handing Kevin Durant to the Suns. I understand that's where you want to be, dog, but you didn't take the no trade clause and you signed up for this. So that's on you. Uh, But at the end of the day, I mean, there's a lot to be positive about. I mean, we're going to get a monumental return for Kevin Durant. We're going to get supporting pieces when we trade Kyrie Irving, or we even have Kyrie Irving for next year and we just run out the. Uh, Kyrie and the other star that we get with, with a healthy Ben Simmons, you know, and Ben Simmons posts today. Great news. He says he's feeling incredible. So that's awesome. True. So I'm glad there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. Obviously it's still a really fucking scary situation because we have no idea where the nets will be in like a week from now, but you know, we'll be here to give reactions to everything that happens anyway.
1: Yeah, from uh I just want to say Sam, I think it's Amic Amic from the Athletic. He just put out there framework of a potential A you know, Lakers slash Nets trade for Kyrie would be Irving and a second Nets player who put Seth Curry or maybe Royce O'Neal or Dayron in exchange for Westbrook and the Lakers twenty twenty seven and 1st round pick. See like I hate that.
2: <laughs> it's not happening. The Nets just won't
1: do that. I hate it. I hate it. Personally, like, I don't care about, but we're in 2022. Like, I don't care about seven years from now. Like, like, God damn. I've been waiting for this my entire life. Like, I don't care about 2029. Yeah. I I mean, sure. I would love to get those picks in addition to some players. Not Westbrook. Just not Russ. Not Russ. See how it plays out. And like Joe said, we will definitely... Be recording the day that Kevin Durant gets traded, um, because I know there's some people on Twitter that are like, "Oh, he's not actually getting traded. It's just his final leverage play to try to get them to uh, sign Kyrie." Like, no, like
2: this is legit. <laughs> yeah, no way around it at this point.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's reality. We have to accept it. Like you said, it's. It could be worse. He could have left in free agency and we couldn't got nothing for him.
2: And you know, when you think about it at the same time, it's like, yes, it is highly likely that the Nets do end up trading Kevin Durant. Okay. But at the same time, it's like, if we tell Katie, it's like, yo, like, you're either going to stay or we're shipping your ass to New Orleans. I don't know if you want to be over there, dog. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to play it out. But you know, (laughs) for for the most, like, uh, there's a on uh, obviously a high chance that he gets traded once it's all public, and really it's just good. there's going to be a 29-team bidding war. Literally 45 minutes after the the request was announced, 15 teams had already called the Nets about it. When originally KD said, "Oh, I want either Miami or or Phoenix," but it's like you don't have that choice, bro. <laughs> so, right. It's like, take it or leave it. Whatever we find and we want to take.
1: Yeah, I agree. A little uh, off topic, but Andre Drummond has just been announced to signing with the Chicago Bulls. Wow. Okay. So, Drummond will not be coming back to Brooklyn. He is the first player to officially leave the Nets. Uh, you heard? Ever-
2: yes. Yeah. We took. Yeah. In, so we summarizing today. KD requests out. Kyrie's likely out the door with him. Andre Drummond signs with the Bulls. We trade a first round pick from. I believe they said it's the worst of either our pick next year or Philly's pick because we have the swap okay. Houston, whichever one is worse. Right. They agreed to give. Okay. So that we we take in Royce O'Neal. We bring back Nick Claxton two years twenty million. Um, we bring back Patty Mills, two years, $14 Kessler Edwards' option was declined, and but there is interest for both sides to bring him back on a long-term deal, though we haven't heard anything about that yet. Bruce Brown is still sitting. Uh, Goran Dragic is still sitting. Blake Griffin is heavily rumored to either the Lakers or the Clippers. The Lakers made a lot of signings today. I would assume he's leaning more towards Clippers, if anything, or another team's going to come out and offer him maybe something. Um, who else is out there for us? I don't. Marcus Aldridge, Mark Aldridge, he's probably going to retire. I'm um, going to say he's probably just going to retire. <laughs> I don't think he's going to sign anywhere. I think he'll he'll most likely retire. Um, but I think that's mostly it. Yeah. But yeah, so this- I mean, the first person to officially leave the Nets this off season. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's I I don't know. Because now at this point, we don't know what our team's going to look like. Maybe that does open the door for us to bring back Bruce Brown when we all thought he was out the door. You know? Like, now it's really unpredictable on what's going to happen. So, buckle up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when we – oh, man. When we said buckle up early in the week, we didn't expect it to happen like this.
2: Yeah. Oh, fucking A, man.
1: (laughs) But, uh. Anything else, Joe? I think we pretty much nailed it all. Uh, yeah, like I seen, mean,
2: like... I think, Cody, you said you aren't available tomorrow, right? So if anything ha- goes down tomorrow, me and Anthony will be with you guys tomorrow night to drop something, get it out to you with instant reaction. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for now, it's just a waiting game, just seeing what happens.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm going to be refreshing my Twitter very frequently. But uh, I think that's pretty much it. So once again, thank you guys for listening to the Sports & Nets podcast with Joe and Cody tonight. Kevin Durant requested out. Kyrie Irving likely out the door right behind him, if not before. But there still should be some optimism amongst Nets world.